Welcome to the Royal Touch Podcast. We are your hosts, the Royal Wheels. We are a skate team based out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. And we are here to bring you the latest news from inside the ring. Let's go. Hello, hello. It's Jazz from Management. Um, We are here and we're going to do our first set of interviews on our podcast series, The Royal Touch. Today, we are going to be focused all in on Disco Mamas. State your name, your number, and your sign. Hey, it's Faye, aka Disco Mamas. I am number 19, and I am a Sagittarius sun with a Capricorn moon and a Gemini rising. We love Gemini risings here for (laughs) me too. Yes. Don't nobody know. (laughs) <laughs> we have our co-hosts <laughs> not co to nothing but today you'll be co <clears throat> owner captain bad bitch you know those great great things peace oh <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't get it by now <laughs> um so just jumping right into some questions um, how old are you and when did you start skating? I am 23 and I started skating when I was 20, but I didn't start like practicing anything towards jam skating until I was like 22. Mm-hmm. Um, where did your skating career start off? Um, it started off on a pair of $60 Chicago skates from Kohl's. <laughs> um, and in literally when I first got them, I took them out of the box in my dad's bumpy ass driveway and almost fell on my face immediately. Oh my God. Um, and then I skated in like parking lots all that summer um, while like the guy that I was seeing skateboarded and did little skateboard tricks. Oh. And that's kind of how I started. Skate couple. Skate couple. Skate-go. Oh my gosh. So. <clears throat> where do you see yourself personally, me asking, where do you see yourself in five years in your skating career? I don't know. Because, like, I really want to be in LA, but I also really want to be here to, like, facilitate the team growing and stuff. And, like, being a part of it. We have remote positions. <laughs> <laughs> Work from home? Yes. <laughs> uh, can I zoom in? Um... I don't know. Like, right now, I'm at a precipice of choice, where, like, because I'm also a theater director, and, like, this is not the city for theater directing, but neither is L.A., Mm -hmm. and L.A. is the place to be if you want to, like, professionally roller skate, in my opinion, and that's just not the place for theater, and so I have to, like, pick where my heart lies. Yeah. Because right now, like, I am privileged enough that I, like, can just, like, go to L.A. And, like, if I fail, I can move home. Right. So I don't know what to do. Oh, I feel that's a tough one. Kind of where your heart lies versus kind of, like, where your mind is going. Um, So as far as your theater stuff, tell us more about that. How did you get into that? When did that start? Um... I have always loved theater. Like, it started, I think, when I watched High School Musical. I'm crying. Um, <laughs> I'm <gonna say> this <laughs> bad. 
<laughs> and I love Sharpay Evans. I didn't understand why she was the villain of her story. She works so damn hard. She deserves everything and more. Um, but I didn't actually like get into theater until high school. Okay. And then um, my like junior year, I was in a theater class and we could like pick what position we wanted to do for our final. And I was like, I know this wasn't an option, but what if I directed? And um, my teacher was like, okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> and I loved it. And then I just, I like did a student directed, I assistant directed for our middle school shows. Um, I like started the program with our theater director, oh, wow. like from the ground up. And then I also went to Columbia College in Chicago for a BFA in theater directing. And um, yeah, it's just been a whole journey. I can, I'm pretty much qualified to do any basic position in the theater. Like I can hook you up a light. I can put together a sound cue sheet. Like I can stage manage, whatever. But directing is my passion. That's crazy, cause you could like see it when you said that. Like you could see you really is passionate about theater. That's dope, cause that's how I feel about skating. Like that's dope. Yeah, and then like along the way, she kind of picked up that passion for skating as well too. How would you compare the two? Oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think they're both very performance based, mm -hmm. and so like there's some part of me that I think like longs for an audience. Okay. Um, I think like my theater work with directing is more like bigger picture stuff, and like when I'm skating, it's more solo like internal work. I feel like, but then like once I was like brought onto the management side of things. Yeah. Like it has become more bigger picture, more long-term, like the way that I structured um, like my past shows, like social media is very similar to how I'm working on like our team's social media. Right. Um, and so that's sort of like engaging an audience, engaging a consumer base. That is very, very true. I know we talked about, um, I forgot what episode that was now, but we talked about how like you guys kind of felt that freedom with skating. Do you feel like you have that same type of freedom, um, no judgment type of feeling when you do theater? Depending on like what position I'm in. Mm -hmm. Cause like, I used to love acting. Like I used to think I was gonna go to school for musical theater. Like I thought I wanted to be on Broadway. Like, yeah. and then I found directing and was like, holy shit. Like, so like when I'm directing, like I feel like just so in the zone and I know exactly what right next move to make. Mm -hmm. And that like in itself is a huge freedom. Yeah. Like when I'm in the flow zone of skating, that's like that freedom but when I'm like learning something on my skates and like don't know where the next move is that's when it becomes a bit clunkier yeah. so I don't know like freedom wise how to compare them because it's like it depends yeah it's a little for both sides sounds like um and of course you're not like steadily doing just one thing in theater you're kind of like experiencing it all I mean you kind of found your niche sounds like so that's cool. Do you feel like you are 
when you direct, you're more behind the scenes of everything, and that's why you like doing skating, because now you're kind of in the front of everything. Kind of. Like, because I, since I, like, initially wanted to be a performer, I think there is that part of skating that really draws me to it, especially, like, once I started going to the rink, and, like, people were watching me. That's when I was like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I don't know. I think there is a part of me that still wants that performance, and that's part of why I was drawn to skating. Because it is such a, like, flashy sort of, like, skill to have. That's true. If you're good at it. Yeah. Definitely. Depending on, yeah, what you're doing. Yeah. Exactly. It just seems like, because when you do, like, do the, the work part of it, like, you're really good at the work mm -hmm. part. Like, the directing, I feel like you, when you said you direct and it does kind of follow into the skating, I see that, like, because you can work a page. Like, I don't know how you did that. You work a page. But when you skate, like, prime example, like, a couple of your videos, I'm like, okay, you see, like, you're putting your all into it and making sure that video is good. So when you do get them likes or views. So that's why I was like, it makes sense that you would go from behind to up front and do it well. So. What about teaching routines? Have you ever thought about that? Because it kind of gives you a little bit of both. both? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I have to know more routines. I have to, like, come up with routines. Make, that's the hardest part, yeah. bro. When I tell you, that is the hardest really? part. It's yes. really hard. Because you have to think of how you move. You have to think how other people move. You have to think how smooth is going to go. You have to think about how moves are going to go together. Yes. How to transition between a move. You have to make sure that you're, like, not making it boring. Like, you have to switch up the moves. And you have to keep everyone act excited about it because you well especially on our team like everyone skates different everybody got a different style so you have to do something that makes all their styles look good plus what you're trying to make that shit's hard that shit is hard yeah i guess i didn't think too much about it because like dance it's kind of easy because you don't have all of those things to think about when you're putting together just a dance especially when you already have like a class with people that have that same like niche or whatever or that same style. You guys are working with <laughs> Everyone has a different style. Yeah. Speaking of that, we touched on that a little bit. Do you have a name for your style? Do you feel like you have a style with skating? Kelly Girl Sunshine. Real name. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that. I don't know. I'm crying. Flow and vibe. Like, I don't know. I can't claim any specific style because yeah. I don't know anything like enough about an individual style to claim it. I gotcha. That's a good answer. I feel like everyone on the team kind of gives that like yeah, feel exactly. to them because they don't commit to just one thing which is good. Everyone's very versatile. Exactly. But yet so different. <laughs> like you guys are... I don't think... I can say a pair of you skate the same or like skate anywhere in the realms of each other, honestly. But yet look so good together. We do. We definitely do. That's so that's what's so strange about our team. We are just a bunch of different people who move really well together. Like it's well, really awkward. I know <laughs> <laughs> I know Key's kinda of more so approached you, but I'm sure you've seen Roy Wills out beforehand. How did the team catch your eye before you joined? 
I only knew of it because I posted in the West Michigan like roller skater Facebook group and I was like, I want skate friends. And um, it was Shell who commented and was like, my she's team is skating. <laughs> no, she comments on everything. Yeah, she's, she's like, my team stuff. is skating like tonight um, at the rink. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so I went and that's when I learned the downtown from you. And then like, I just, I was friends with you on Facebook. And so I was just kind of like aware of the team's activities. And then I asked Keith, I was like, I just want to skate with you sometime. Like, we should skate together. And then I saw Keith at the rink and I was like, hey. <laughs> oh, I forgot who she was. Oh my gosh. I, like, <laughs> I did. It took me a good minute. I was like, oh, wait, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, hey, I want to skate. And then you were like, oh, like you want to join the team? And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> And then I think I asked, I was like, are white people allowed to join? Yes, that shit was so funny. That's why I had to bring up Haley. I was like, yeah, we got Haley. <laughs> and Jonathan. <laughs> That's so funny. No, Jonathan's a whole different story, too. Yeah, he was skating with you guys man. well before he joined the team. He Jonathan was skating way put himself the in the team, literally. I'm like, that man earned his spot. For real. That's so funny. I did not know that was X. Was that the same day that like you brought her up to me? Yeah, that's same, so that same exact funny. day. I'm like, all I hear is jazz, jazz, jazz. I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah, because you. So <laughs> after that conversation, you were like, okay, let's learn one, and we learned one, and then you're like, okay, let's go meet management. <laughs> <laughs> that was all I needed. <laughs> I was like, okay, she's got I'm it. Like, okay, so let me just get your name. Let's start off with that. <laughs> Number? <laughs> That's so funny. I didn't know all of that happened one day. That was quick then. I mean, but yeah. she's like the last fast entry to the team. Like, besides yeah. that, no one else can get on and be yeah. like, oh, you're just on the team. She was the last one. Yeah, because we were like telling Keith, we were like, okay, <laughs> you're getting no there, though. <laughs> exactly. You're getting there now to where you are finding people at the rink and if they show you they know how to turn your act into the team. You're like, you're on the team! <laughs> and I'm like, I love that about him, because he does. In all reality, he doesn't want to call it teaching. Like, he wants everyone to gain that position to be able to skate and roll. Okay. And I do, I truly do love that. I be telling you, if you can try, if you can do it, you can do it. Like, when Arnez joined the team, I said, if you can do this, if you can he do this routine. <laughs> he tried his hardest. That he, was the hardest he trial. Learned, he learned one, two, three in a day. He took all damn day. I'm talking like he had to redo, 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 redo. And I was like, just keep on going. Keep on going. And he really did till he got that shit. Like, it was and he so did it outside in tennis court on a bumpy, like, oh up and down hill. I was like, oh. Besides the bumpy that was me with the TV dinner, it was my last day in LA. I was like, we are learning this. <laughs> like after she, like after Kel's shout out, <laughs> um, we'll tag her in the comment, the bio, yeah. whatever, the show notes. <laughs> um, but she came up, she's like, do you want to learn a routine? And I was like, it's like noon. I should probably be here, be out of here by like four or five. <laughs> okay, let's go. 
<laughs> and it's a hard routine. Yeah, no, that yeah. thing is hard. I love seeing you do the other routine with Gracie. I was like, oh my gosh, she's doing that shit. I'm like, she doing that. And then you got it so fast. I was like, yeah, she was meant to skate. <laughs> I just want to learn more routines. I'm like, I want the routines. Yeah. Where, that's, yeah, my next question. As far as like you wanting to learn routines, what kind of style do you want to like take interest in now? Well, Keith is trying to get me into snapping. Um, which I tried that tonight. Didn't go amazing, but it was really, it was like, that was very necessary to get over like the first time doing it, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm happy that it was at the practice session and not at a real skate session. Down she felt so much better being able to practice and like it just be us because I sure felt today and I was like, okay, no one left. Okay, thanks. <laughs> um, but then other than that, I just want to learn more like, I guess like stepping routines. That's what they're called. Definitely what that's called, and I want to teach so many more. It's just really hard because mostly stepping. I mean, there's a lot of guys stepping routines, but stepping routines are for girls and the gays. Hey, <laughs> but um, we don't have so many girls, so I can't. I don't really get to teach them like I want to. Like they're so easy and they're so cute, especially like with four or five people. Man, that's why I'm like, please God, let me get more girls who want to skate. Cause just two or one. I mean, you can learn them and it'd be done. But it's like, when you see everybody doing it and you get that visual, it's like, oh yeah, bitch, we out here. I'm here for the train. Like, I can't wait to see just a big, long train of just, like, the girls. I, that's what I want to see. <laughs> I just need that one, one time in my life to be like, okay, I'm content. <laughs> but yeah, I'm here for watching the girls get more confident and like really enjoy the inner woman power sexiness and all of that but sexiness your own way not like society's sexiness oh and that's my question do you feel sexy on your skates like honestly when you do certain moves do you feel sexy sometimes but then other times i'm like i know that was not how that was supposed <laughs> to look or feel and i'm just like ah <laughs> no i we had that little conversation with Holly too about like even just a mirror will like bring that confidence right there because like what we were talking you, about earlier. It's so earlier. much easier to correct your body when mm -hmm. you see it in a mirror. Exactly. Like, it's, oh, I wish. Like literally what we were talking about earlier, like you just wanting to see a video of yourself. I'm like, I see it. Like I've been hyping it up. I see it. I see what you're doing. But it's just like you have like, zero I'm, clue. I need to know what I look like <laughs> doing this. Because I don't want to keep trying it if I look stupid. Right. The one with the bend down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, she you, had no clue what she looked like. But I'm like, you you do look good. But like then again, like people will walk next to you and tell you you look good. And like your whole boob is yeah, like out or something. Like, I mean, oh, yeah, they, do that. they will lie to you. I so I you were that. doing good with the bend down. That's why I was like, you just got to feel it. And when you feel that sexy, you just dip. But you were doing real damn good. Yeah, no, I feel that completely because I was doing backwards, getting like 
last week or something like that and i see myself in the back of a video and i was like what the fuck is that like <laughs> i swore i was like had it down i was doing it i'm like i'm going like 1.5 mile per hour <laughs> that was like a huge part of like my skate journey was like once i started videoing myself mm -hmm. that was when i could start like correcting myself like when i used to ski because i used to be a ski racer right i think i said that on a previous episode um or the like scattered one yeah maybe we um would video ourselves in the course and then take a break like halfway through practice and go watch those videos and then like go run the course again because we could say okay at this gate you need to exactly cut your turn like higher or something you know and then with skating i was able to do that like i would be working on something think it looked good video myself realize oh and that does not look good. <laughs> and then I would, but then it would be easier to see what I have to correct. Right. Oh my gosh, I didn't think of that. I need to I use some tips. <laughs> I know, we need. I just be feeling like I naturally it. move right. Like, that's why I'm like, I never have. Let's go, you've been on skate since you were like four. I don't know, <laughs> like, but even with that, like, me being on skate since I was four, I'm like, I'm scared to fall. I have never fallen. Never have I ever fallen. Yeah, that's gonna be in the south. You should have fell today. But yeah, you should have fell today. I, I told myself I was gonna fall, and I, it felt good. I don't think I fell today. No, I, I don't, don't think anyone but me attempted. <laughs> oh, don't. Okay, he taught me how to fall. That's funny. The sound of that is just so fucking funny. But you fall on your butt. I think everyone does have that natural like fall on your knees thing because you can. Or on your wrist. Exactly, like you brace your fall somehow you try slowly step down into your fall or something like that he was just like no you just gotta keep you like on. slide into it but like go on your butt let your butt hit first and then you bring your arms but see in our line of work that doesn't always work because like if i'm doing a trick where i'm leaning forward you're not I'm gonna think forward. about tuck yeah. and roll <laughs> like, and or if i'm butt. if i'm doing like a changeover mm -hmm. yeah no you don't have that your body's not letting you catch up but you're catching that was so me but that's why you gotta practice that. it like mm -hmm. i took stage combat in um college and like we learned how to fall and like get safely out of falls and safely into falls mm -hmm. and i wish i would have practiced that way more on skates because i think i could have really avoided breaking my wrist mm. let's get to that <laughs> break your wrist story tell us about it so I was, okay, backstory for the story. I had been in Chicago that weekend. I had literally driven from the rink on Thursday night, got out at 11 at the rink, drove to Chicago, partied all weekend in Chicago, skated really hard in Chicago, came back, it was like 1, 2 a.m. Um, in Michigan when I got back home. And then I went to work at 6.45. I worked until 3. And then my friend was like, do you want to go skating? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I guess. Oh, um, and we went to the outdoor walker rink. Mm -hmm. And I, we were just warming up, whatever. I was skating backwards really fast, just on my phone. And I have no idea what happened. But next thing I knew, like my feet were in the air and my wrist, like my hand was the first thing that fell down. And it like, I don't really remember the noise, but I know it made a noise. And then I remember like rolling out of it and being like, I think I just broke my wrist. I think I just broke my wrist. Hey, um, 
I, like the girl that I was with, I was like, I think we need to go to the hospital. And then I called my dad, who's a hand surgeon. And I was like, dad, I was like, I was sitting crisscross applesauce and my phone was on the ground because I couldn't hold it. And I was, I was FaceTiming my dad and I was like, dad, does this look broken? Does this look broken? He was like, I, you definitely need to get that x-ray. Yeah. And yeah, then I broke my wrist and I was supposedly not allowed to skate for three months, which broke my heart. That like utterly like crushed me. Like I remember being so depressed. Like, and this was it. right before she joined the team. This was right after. Yeah. yeah was, oh yeah. Yeah, I'd been on the team for like a little less than a month, I think. And because I joined in October and then it happened early November. And um, so I wasn't supposed to skate. And then I was just so depressed like a month after breaking my wrist that I was like, Fuck it. And I drove to like every fucking like Target, Meyer, Dick's Sporting Goods looking for little children's pool floaties in the middle of December. <laughs> so nobody had them, of course. So I had to order them on Amazon. But in the meantime, I went to Ace Hardware and bought a bunch of bubble wrap. And I bubble wrap, I, well, I put on my wrist guard, put a bunch of bubble wrap on it, and then I put the children's pool floaty on it, and I would skate in a little square in my basement, like, that I cleared out. Oh my god. For, like, a month, month and a half, or something like that. And then, I think it was January when I got cleared to skate again. Yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Did that affect your, like, after skating abilities? Like... Yeah. Did you have to relearn some things? I didn't really have to like relearn, but I had to like get back into the balance of it, get back into like the endurance of it. Because before I broke my wrist, I was skating like almost every single day for like three to four hours. Oh. Like, because the weather was nice, so I could skate outside, or I was going to the rink for three hours. And yeah, my endurance, I've had to like really work on that. Like, when I started skating like I remember the first skate session I skated for like 15-20 minutes in my basement and I was like I have to be done I was like my boots hurt I hurt oh my god this is a workout <laughs> me <laughs> oh my gosh so does that ever kind of like replay in your head is that like a fear now when you skate at all I definitely don't like going backwards like I go backwards and I feel it like I like it because I think it's like cuter than going forwards right but I it is scary especially mm -hmm. like going fast backwards not that I participate in the fast backwards but going <laughs> no I've seen you backwards trying. Well fast <laughs> and like doing any sort of like crossover movement like while going backwards terrifies me <laughs> That's why you have a hard time backpacking. Ooh, damn. Probably. We're gonna have to fix that. Yeah, because I'm like, okay, after such that. a fall, is that something that you just like think about? Like, okay, will this happen again? Or is it kind of just like, okay, I'm just happy to be back in the groove. I could care less. I try not to go on my phone when I skate now. Okay. Because I think that was a big part of it, was I was not looking where I was going. Right. Um, and my balance was obviously off because I was probably thinking about whatever was on my phone and not what my body was doing. Right. And especially when going backwards, I try really hard not to go on my phone. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I don't. I can't go on my phone because I can't do two things at once. It's crazy. Like I can do that. Like, like 
eyes closed. Like, Even if I hold my phone, I realize like I can't do that because I'm struggling to learn how to balance my weight alone. So that little like that's why you pound, use your phone because no. then you really have to focus. Like if you're doing it, like if you know you have no balance and you're trying to focus on something else, but also focus on your like body. Like, oh, this me personally, I can. I recommend against this. <laughs> yeah, no, I've used talking to try and help me do like the two thing, uh, two things at once. So I'll try and talk to people as I'm doing something. That's the same but thing like, as looking at your phone. Holding my phone will get me off of balance, so I can't even imagine being on my phone trying That's to great. skate. Like a text, skate, talk, skate. Anything that I hold, I put down. <laughs> quick is heck because I'm like I can't. This like little point five of an ounce. It's just like tearing me up right now. I don't know what to do with it. I sometimes feel that way when I put my phone in my pockets. Mm -hmm. Like it totally, especially if they're like looser pants and they'll like sink down, especially when I go into spins really fast. Like my weight gets all weirdly distributed and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to fall. And then I have to throw on my fanny pack so that it's like centered. <laughs> yes, I can't. I literally leave my phone at, in the back every skate session. Overall, are you happy being here? Like, are you, do you feel like you're comfortable enough with everybody and like you felt, do you feel like this is a happy skate home for you or do you feel like you need more? Honest questions. I feel like, um, so I lived in Chicago for four years and then I moved home and like moved back in with my parents and a lot of my friends that were here have now moved to their own cities and stuff doing their own things. And so I felt really lost in Grand Rapids for the longest time. And when I finally like found this team, even though it took a while because I like, broke my wrist and couldn't participate, I like feel like I'm finally like finding who I'm supposed to be in Grand Rapids while I'm supposed to be here at least. And I feel like it's made my time so much more enjoyable and so much more like I want to be here to the point where I'm like, do I move? Like, I want to still be with this team. Like, I don't know. Right. Can you do that? You could make me cry. <laughs> no, that's good, though. It's good that you are thinking of us in that way, for sure. Um, just because of the simple fact of Keith has already always started this as, like, I wanted to be more than a team. I wanted to be a family. Um, and I definitely, hands down, like I tell my two friends that I actually have outside of skating that like I spend so much time with the skate team now that it's just like, it blows my mind, but I have learned so much from this group of people that I could not have gained in years with just regular everyday friendships. Mm -hmm which is dope as hell, because I have so much to learn from each and every single one of you guys. Like I said, we come from different walks of life, every single one of us. So it's like, your experience, you can tell us about, and we gain so much out of that, and you're just like, I didn't learn a thing from it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, simple things like that, which is, is really cool. But like you said, with your time here, and like what you're gonna do, in the meantime, um, 
you'll find, you'll find that moment where you're like, okay, this is the right moment. So lastly, we can just talk about like what you've been doing actively for the team. Uh, you are our social media and head of marketing. Um, so tell us a little bit about who you've reached out to and what you've been doing. Yeah, so this is a perfect time to bring up um, this week's podcast sponsor. We are sponsored by Salda Sauce. They are a Detroit-based canna-infused treats and drinks company. Yes. Um, so <laughs> hit them up. It's at S-A-L-D-A-S-A-U-C-E on Instagram. They're exclusively on Instagram. Um, and then and some other companies that we have partnered with are Pigeon Skate Shop and then Volition Skate Company. Um, Volition is based out of Iowa, I believe, and Pigeon is based out of LA. Um, and they are both women owned. Um, and you can get 5% off using our codes, which will be at the link in our link tree bio, um, which will be in the show notes. <laughs> Shout out to all of those wonderful companies. Um, I've been able to briefly um, be part of that marketing a little bit. Um, and so far, so good. I love what the companies have expressed to us and then their interest in what we're doing as well. So great companies. Go check those um, people out, their Instagrams, their websites, and definitely use our code. But I think that pretty much wraps up Disco Mama's interview today. <laughs> Yay! Welcome to the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Royal Touch. We are the Royal Wheels. Be sure to stay connected with us through social media. Our links will be in the show notes. Please make sure to follow this podcast so you don't miss an episode. You can support the podcast by cash apping Royal Wheels LLC. Thank you, and we'll see you at the ring. Deuces. <laughs>